CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston, a radio.com station. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Welcome back, you guys, to our who knows what episode. Where are we? What year is it? Oh, I don't know. I've lost track by now. I lost track a long time ago, but all you need to know is that we are here every Saturday morning. We are on your radio.com app. We are your favorite podcast to wake you up, get you ready to go, and get you ready to try some good food in Houston. And today we're feeling a little bit fat and a little bit chubby because we may have overindulged on Thanksgiving. Danielle, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was uneventful, to be honest. I didn't end up going back to Louisiana and spend the Thanksgiving that I normally have with my family, but it was nice and quaint with just my mom. You know, I feel like that was everyone's Thanksgiving. We didn't really get to go do what we wanted to do or what we thought we were going to be able to do, but you know what? It ended up kind of being, it reminded me of like Easter, where it ended up just kind of being quaint, You're with your family, you know, on Zoom. It was nice that they took off, like, the Zoom restrictions so that way we could all be on Zoom for a long time. But trying to figure out how to set up Zoom with your grandparents is miserable. Setting up Zoom with any of your relatives that are over the age of, like, eh, 50, 60, it's always a little bit of a struggle to be like, oh, you're on mute. You're on mute. Click start video. Yeah. Technology is not anybody's friend if you're, like, above the age of 60. My mom is like, Danielle, how do you do this FaceTime thing? How do you flip the screen? Oh, my God. It's way too much. So you did Thanksgiving then just in Houston? Yes. So we typically go back to Louisiana and do a whole big thing. But I have, you know, cousins that were coming in from all over, and we just decided at the last minute not to do it, just to play it safe and be smart. You know, I've heard a lot of people say that they thought the same thing. And I think it's a really smart decision because we want to be able to go home and celebrate Christmas with our families. And the only way that we're going to be able to do that is if we really do take the precautions necessary. But I hope, Danielle, you did at least get some good food on Thanksgiving. Of course. What'd you eat? There will be no there will be no holiday that goes by me if I do not get some good, good food. I know. I feel like of all people, our hangry Houstonian, like even if she doesn't go home for Thanksgiving, she would still figure out something. Did you did you end up cooking that or did you get takeout, H E B? What'd you do? We got a few things from H E B. My mom and I cooked some of our like specialty items and stuff, but you know, I mean it's not the same because you're not sharing it amongst your family, but it was still delicious food. We didn't have as much, obviously. We only had a few little sides and stuff. Honestly, I think that turkey's overrated. Dude. So I just ate the sides. Retweet. Unpopular opinion. I feel like everyone's all jacked totally. up on the turkey. I don't care about the turkey. I want like, green beans, mac and cheese, bread. Like I want the good stuff. Exactly. I love like, have you ever had a spinach madeleine? I don't even know what that is. It's like spinach that's like really creamed and like with cheese in it. Oh, it's so good. Oh my gosh. Think of like spinach dip. Mm-hmm. You've had spinach dip like with chips and stuff. Okay, this is like kind of like a spinach dip, but you don't even need chips with it. Oh, it's so good. Dude, I love spinach dip. Man, I wonder yes. how many like tweets and stuff we're about to get about hashtag unpopular opinion, turkey's nasty. I'd rather have ham for Thanksgiving. I don't think it's nasty. I just think it's overrated. Like if I'm if I have a certain circumference of a plate, okay, I'm gonna make sure that the sides are overwhelming the plate, and there's just like a little bit. I feel like compelled to put a little bit of turkey on the plate always, but I, that's the last thing that I eat. No, I know you have to put a little piece of turkey on the plate just because some 
Well, some bird died for this, okay? So I'm going to at least have a piece of it. But I'm more interested in the deviled eggs than anything else. Oh, yeah. I love deviled eggs. I know. Me too. Okay, so now that Thanksgiving is finally over and we're moving into holiday season, I finally decorated my apartment this weekend. I know Danielle broke out some decorations too. We are getting ready into cuffing season, which means dates on top of dates on top of dates and Danielle if there's one thing you are not short on it's recommendations for date night spots my first date night spot of the week is going to be Grace's off of Kirby so fun story about Grace's we've talked about Tony's the restaurant Tony's before if you remember yeah it's like a staple here in Houston well Tony's wife is Grace shut your mouth yeah and so (laughs) it's kind of like they both have their own restaurant and they probably had a little bit of like competition between the two so there's the Mandola family and this restaurant has been around for so long it's super like cozy and quaint when you walk in the atmosphere is just like number one it's awesome this is like such a perfect date night spot it has like southern traditional food but Mm -hmm. also it's kind of like a little bit more upscaled They have brunch. You can do, like, an amazing brunch there. Mimosas all day. Like, yum. Yeah, I've always kind of been curious about this restaurant because it is right by my apartment. So I see the outside of a lot, but I'm never really quite sure, like, what to expect from the inside of it. Oh, yeah. So for, like, brunch, we're talking, like, waffles and chicken wings, okay? Mm. Yes. And then for dinner, one of their meals that they're known for is their cornbread stuffed chicken. Oh, that sounds good. And I thought that was very interesting for like this time of year, you know, cornbread. I love some cornbread. So there's cornbread stuffed chicken with yams, beans, and mac and cheese. So if you're still like wanting to roll on that Thanksgiving train, they actually have some other stuff too. Oh my God. You could literally celebrate Thanksgiving all year round. Diet who? Exactly. Exactly. Well, that brings me to my next spot. Mm -hmm. Burger joint. So Burger Joint, they have a location in Montrose, and they have a location in the Heights. Burger Joint has a turkey burger that is like an after-Thanksgiving burger. It has bacon, provolone, red onion, an herb aioli, and a homemade cranberry habanero jam. So if you're, like, wanting to stay on that Thanksgiving train and, like, just not get off the train of, like, all the cranberries and stuff – This is such a fun, like, after Thanksgiving. It's, like, almost like you take all your leftovers, you know? Yeah, I was just going to say, this is literally every leftover thing in your fridge on a bun. And you said it's a burger? It's a burger. It's a homemade turkey burger. Oh, my God. That's actually really funny. Isn't that so fun? So I thought that would be a really cool date night, like, post-Thanksgiving. Honestly, I love, like, after Thanksgiving, like, taking all of the sides and stuff and, like, putting it on a sandwich with some turkey and some like white bread oh my gosh that now that is good to me (laughs) now the burger joint correct me if i'm wrong because i've only ever gotten takeout from them once we were in quarantine and like everything was totally shut down this is a lot more of a casual place if you're looking for not a lot of pressure on a first date definitely yes this is going to be a casual spot i mean you can go in your yoga pants no one's going to judge you which i appreciate places like this Mm mm-hmm Definitely a casual spot. If you want to go get like a milkshake, they have a milkshake from Fluff Bar. If you remember, we talked about Fluff Bar a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so they have this couch potato cookie. Well, they have a shake there at Burger Joint. And it's like a sweet, salty, creamy, and crunchy milkshake. And a dollar from each milkshake is donated to No Kid Hungry. Oh, that's so cool. That Oh, see, it's a date. And you're going to show them that you're charitable and you're a good person. I mean, it's a win-win situation. 
Exactly. You're giving back while you're inhaling a ton of calories. I think we should bring back those kind of diner dates, though, of just like, let's go grab a burger and a milkshake. And it do- it takes a lot of the pressure off the first date. I think it's actually really cute. I was just about to say, there's so much less pressure when you do something like that. I mean, with the dates that we go on nowadays, I feel like oh, you have to pick like the nicest restaurant and you have to know what you're going to order before you go there and stuff. It's like, it's awkward. It's like you don't even want to have to look at the menu before you go. You want to know that you're ordering a cheeseburger and the conversation is going to be good. Exactly. Perfect. All right, Danielle, what is our third and final date night spot this week? So our third date night spot, we're going to kick it up a little bit and we're going to go to Perry's. Okay. Perry's Steakhouse. Perry's mm. Steakhouse, they have one in the River Oaks area. And one of my favorite things there is their famous pork chop, okay? It's slow smoked and roasted and caramelized and served with, hold on, just go, go with me here. It's served okay. with applesauce. What? Yes. Okay, so I, applesauce, the part of the applesauce is not my, like, favorite part, but the pork chop itself, it is so, so good. And they have specials. They run specials on the pork shop here and there. So if you follow them on Instagram, you'll know that like on Friday, sometimes they'll run specials on it. Oh my God. That's so cool. And they have other things that are really good. Like their calamari, their cherry pepper calamari, their ahi tuna tartare. And then right now they actually have a really cool three course menu going on. It's called their autumn three course. And it's, and it's $45. And there's items on there like an eight ounce bacon wrapped filet. Oh, that's actually a pretty good deal if you're looking for uh, like a, a place to kind of up the ambiance a little bit on your date. Like we like to give you options. We like to go from Burger Joint to Grace's to Perry's. That way you have a little bit of in between. And that actually sounds like a really, really good deal for your, you know, bang for your buck. But you're also kind of like, oh, look at me. I'm a little bit better than McDonald's. Exactly. So Perry's, I think when people think of Perry's, they think it's like it's really bougie, which it can be. But when you're talking about a three-course meal for $45 that has an eight-ounce bacon wrap filet, I mean, that is a pretty good start of a three-course meal, you know? That's going to be one of the options for the main course. But, man, that's a pretty good start. That's a good first date. I would be impressed with that for sure. Yes, sounds delicious. Now, you'll have to excuse as well, Danielle and I totally get into full-on Christmas mode. Now that Thanksgiving is over, we are so excited to start celebrating the holidays. And we want to make sure that y'all can celebrate with us by showing you all of the amazing experiences and light shows that Houston has to offer. So we're going to do something a little bit different. So don't miss it coming up after the break. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. We are going to be planning an entire weekend for you to see all of the fun festive lights that Houston has to offer. From date night to must-try restaurants, it's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm Jesse Watt. And I'm Danielle Dubois. And we all know that Danielle is our foodie gal here on the show. She is Hangry Houstonian on Instagram. We all follow her, love her, stalk her 24-7 because she gives the best recommendations when it comes to food. And that's really what this show is all about is we want to share with you guys all the amazing food that Houston has to offer. But... Here's the thing. We have lives, too. Isn't that crazy, Danielle, to think about? Well, I felt like I had a life in 2019. I don't know about 2020 too much, but I'll go with you. Yeah, you're like, I will roll with you on this one. No, but I think a lot of people (laughs) just tend to think that, like, 
Danielle, you run an Instagram account for food, so you must be food 24-7. But the thing is, Danielle knows a lot about Houston, like not just about the food in Houston. Danielle's lived in Houston for how many years now? Six years. Six years. So she knows a lot about what's going on. And for someone like me, I'm still in my first year that I've moved to Houston. So there's a lot of places that I haven't seen yet. And I'm assuming there's a lot of people listening that are exactly like me. And you want to know about the cool places to go and check out that Houston has to offer at different times of the year, especially right now. Because if there's one thing I've learned from being in Houston for just a year, it's the amount of crazy like activities, events, shows, everything that y'all put on down here for like any reason whatsoever. Like it's flag day. We're celebrating in Houston. <laughs> we love an opportunity for a party. Right, like Houston just likes to celebrate, and I think that's really cool. So we want to make sure that we pause on the show today, and we just want to chit-chat for a little bit about the holidays that are coming up. We're really, really excited that December is on its way here, and we're getting ready for Christmas. And we just want to share with all of y'all the cool things that we want to experience this year so you can add it to your bucket list as well. Maybe take a date out there and just try something different. Absolutely. So one of my favorite things this time of year is my girlfriends and I, we love the Christmas lights in the River Oaks district, in the River Oaks neighborhood, all over River Oaks. River Oaks to Tanglewood, we love to go look at the lights. This is so funny to me because I feel like this is something that if you're listening and you haven't been through this or you're a transplant, you're living somewhere else, you're like, duh, we do that everywhere. You go to the rich neighborhoods and you look at all the lights. No. No, no, no. This isn't like that. This isn't like, oh, let's go look at the nice houses. This is insane. Well, there are these mega mansions and they go all out. And it's like, you just look at these houses and you're like, one day, Jesse, one day we will be there. Yeah. I'm like, excuse me, what do you do for a living? And will you adopt me? Will you adopt me is the right question. (laughs) It's crazy. These houses, I don't even want to know what their electricity bill looks like or what company puts up these lights, but it's truly not just like, Oh, we've lined the house with some Christmas lights. There are dangling lights. There are lights that go up these giant oak trees. I mean, it really is just kind of a crazy thing to witness. And it's something that you can really make a whole night of. Absolutely. And so it's really magical. So my girlfriends and I have every year we do an annual limo ride through the neighborhood. So we rent a limo out and we have like, so this was pre-COVID. We had like about 20 girls and stuff. So we'll see what it looks like this year. But we would rent a limo and they would take us around and we would have, you know, cocktails flowing in the limo because obviously we weren't driving. So we were making sure that we were safe. And then we were just looking at all these lights and we had so much fun to go do that. And that's such a great way to experience all the awesome lights in the neighborhood. And it's free. Like, that's the best part about it is you just get to look at other people spend all this money on electricity and you didn't even have to pay for it. Exactly. We dress up. We typically go to dinner beforehand. We have our limo driver come pick us up. I mean, we feel, we're feeling ourselves that night. You know, oh that's God. like our, our like girls night out. You know, it's so much fun. So I definitely recommend if you're into like Christmas decorations and lights and stuff, do that. I mean, you know, get a few friends together, be safe about it. But I mean, it is so much fun to look at the lights that way. Yeah, I am kind of curious how they're going to go about it this year, because last year when I did it, it was, I mean, packed like sardines, like walking on the sidewalk was pretty hard. People were walking in the streets just because, you know, we're all walking up and down these streets trying to see the houses. And even 
there was like those pedal tours, like little buses for people to go. Uh-huh. I mean, it really was just the coolest thing ever. So I'm hoping that we can find a way to do that safely this year. So are you talking about Lights in the Heights? No. What's Lights in the Heights? So Lights in the Heights is an annual event where people decorate their houses in the Heights and they, you like walk along the, like the streets in the Heights. They like shut down the streets and like people get packed like sardines and you like walk up and down like all the heights, different main streets and stuff. And it's so much fun. You know, you can go in and out of people's houses if they let you. I mean, obviously this is pre-COVID. Yeah. Oh my God. Are you kidding? I could just be like, Hey, yo, I got to pee. I mean, it depends. Kind of, you know, kind of depends. But I mean, I think like if you're like, Hey, can I have some hot chocolate or something? I bet people would say yes. Oh my God. Okay. I know I should not be this caught up on the electricity bill, but seriously, who is paying y'all's electricity bill? (laughs) like this is so crazy to me like I I've always wanted to be that house like when I'm older that had like all the crazy decorations and the lights but I'm like oh my god it's so much work and I love the people that are just that into the holiday spirit to put all that up well you know the people that can afford that stuff are not going to be the ones actually putting it up themselves that's very true that's that is a (laughs) solid point exactly exactly think they're out there with the ladders So where is that in the Heights then? It's off of like the main streets in the Heights. I mean, you can just really walk on any of the main streets. They haven't come out with the official date of when Lights in the Heights will be this year. They're still waiting, I kind of think, to see where COVID's going. But they did say that it was going to be taking place. I looked at the website today and they said that it was going to be taking place. I love that there are so many places that are just so determined to make things happen. And there really is when you think about it. And we've seen that in pretty much everything that we've accommodated this year. There is a way, there is a way, like there is a way to do the things that we want to do. And whether that's a virtual concert or drive in movie theaters and drive through light shows, like there is a way to make it happen. And if anyone's going to do it, it's Houston. I agree. And that brings me to my next place. There's a place called Rudolph's Light Show. And this is a drive through holiday light show. So you just stay in your car the entire time and you pay $30 per vehicle have your family, you know, get in there and you just drive through and then you sync your radio on your car to play the music through your radio as you drive through Rudolph's light show. Uh-huh. Oh Have my you heard god. About this? Yes. Okay, so I don't I even heard about this specific one, but I've seen these ones where the the lights in the drive-through sync up to the Christmas music. Yes. This is so cool and so crazy. And I think it's such a great idea. Even pre-COVID, this was fun because you could. Yeah, like, I was about to say, this is a pre-COVID thing. Right? You could like pack your own snacks, do the little drive through. The only bummer is when you had to pee and there was nowhere to stop. Exactly. Seriously. Go to the bathroom beforehand and then make sure, you know, put some drinks in the back and, you know, we're good. And we're good. So wait, where is that and one at, Danielle? Good. So this is off of Bauer Road. It's 19623 Bauer, B-A-U-E-R Road. Okay. Hockley. Oh, okay. God, I didn't realize, I guess, how many different light shows are in the Houston area. I know. There's so many. And then maybe next week we can talk about some more because, honestly, there's a ton. There's some holiday light walks, like in the woodlands and Post Oak up in Cyprus. So maybe next week we can talk about a few more of the different places where you can socially distance and still enjoy the decorations. No, yeah, I think we should definitely stay on this holiday train because this is really fun and I'm even building my bucket list right now. You know, the other one, Danielle, that I really want to check out is the Galaxy Lights at Space Center Houston. Yes. This one looks so cool to me. And I I mean, 
I get into this space, like, nerdy stuff anyways. So they already have all this cool light-up stuff and, like, the stars and the moon and all this. So when they put these giant, like, LED tunnels in there, I think it just makes it so much cooler. So I was reading about it today. They have over 250,000 LED lights, okay? That is incredible. Who's paying the electricity? NASA. NASA. <laughs> no, it is really cool, though, and I'm excited to go check it out. I believe the whole thing kicked off when they did the, like, SpaceX launch. Uh-huh. Like, the newest one, and they had a watch party so people could watch, you know, the, the dragon. Or was it the dragon or resilience, whatever it was called? When the it, Falcon 9. Falcon 9. Is that the newest one? So I was reading about it earlier, and here in my notes I have the SpaceX Falcon 9 rockets. Dude, there's just, who names these? There's I want to be so in charge many. of naming the, these. The dragons, oh yes. I just want to be in charge of naming one of them. That's it. I'll be like, we are sending Hangry up into space. On the Falcon or the Dragon. Which one are we going on? I don't know. I prefer Dragon. That one sounds cooler. Except I think the Falcon was the one that they brought a baby Yoda up into space. And I think that's amazing. <laughs> I forgot about that. I think that'd be really cool. But also, I mean, one thing you can't do if you're in space flying hangry to the International Space Station is go buy you bar hopping, which is what we do best here on the show is talk about booze and where to go drink booze and have fun with your girlfriend. So we're going to do what we do best on buy you bar hopping coming up next. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. So there might not be a whole lot going on in quarantine I think we realized that after Thanksgiving and not just like, oh, you know, we couldn't really have our normal Thanksgiving, but now we're in the like post slump food coma for the next, I don't know, month, month and a half, Danielle, would you say? That's a fair assessment. I think that's a fair assessment. Once Thanksgiving hits up until like the new year, I think it's all kind of a blur of food and drinks because how else are you supposed to get through the holidays without alcohol? Well, that's how I feel about how, like, how much is it get through the holidays without my parents talking about who am I dating? What are, what's my 401k look like without food and alcohol? Oh my God. What do your benefits look like? Do you have good benefits? What's your dental and vision? Oh my God. Do you have vision? Did your work give you dental? Why are you guys not (laughs) married yet? I just don't understand. What about that one ex we really liked? What was his name? Exactly. You just can't get through it without booze, which is why on Thanksgiving, when my parents said, what can I get you? The answer was almost always tequila. Oh, really? Always, always. But the good thing about, you know, being home for the holidays and like coming back to Houston after spending some time with your families is getting to go to the bars with your friends again. And that way you're not forced to drink with your mom and your grandma to get through the things that your crazy Aunt Beverly said. Exactly. During Thanksgiving dinner. So when you have the choice to go out and you get to choose which bars you want to go to and who you actually want to spend time with, Danielle, what's number one on our bucket list? My number one spot right now is going to be Blue Bar at Brenner's on the Bayou. Dude, I love I love this spot, especially like right now, like this time of year when it like feels really good outside, you know, mm-hmm. it overlooks the Bayou, number one. So it's like has this kind of like romantic atmosphere to it but I mean you can go with girlfriends and it's just like fun and festive they always have like twinkle lights out there on the deck and the blue bar is like their deck bar obviously it like has like an overhang so regardless of the weather you can hang out outside they have a great happy hour 
Their cocktails start at $5 and their Ooh. martinis as well. Yeah. Wait, are you serious? Yep. $5 cocktails, $5 martinis, $6 wine. Oh, my God. And then $5 shareable plates. Y'all, this is a really, really, really good deal because Brenner's on the Bayou was a really nice restaurant that, like, I would consider more expensive. Like, you know, if we're going to go out for a nice celebratory dinner, we'll head out to Brenner's and they have some really, really good food. And, Danielle, the blue bar, I believe, is separate from Brenner's, right? Like, you could walk in and just sit, like, to the hostess stand of the blue bar. absolutely, yeah. Oh, my God. Definitely. This blew my mind because when I'm picturing blue bar for Bayou Bar Hopping, I'm picturing, like, You're getting dressed up, which you probably are, like cocktail dresses with the girls, and you're going to go out and have, like, a really nice time. But this is, like, balling on a budget nice. Exactly. I'm so excited right now. This place, I mean, you don't have to be cocktail dress attire. This can be, like, a place where you can go before going out to dinner. You know, you want to go get a cocktail here. Or it could be a place, like, it's, like, a cocktail after dinner. Yes. Or, like, after, you know, a party you're going to or something like that. This is a great, great place. Yeah, this is probably a really good place to get to know somebody, too. Like, if you want to just do drinks, appetizers, little shareable food. Because I think it's very impressive. And if you haven't been to Brenner's on the Bayou, you definitely have to check out the bar, like Danielle said, this time of year when you can be sitting outside. Because it really is I don't even know how to describe it because it doesn't feel like Houston. It feels It definitely very, doesn't feel like Houston. It almost feels woodsy to me. Like it took me a minute to find where Brenner's was. You kind of have to travel downward a little bit. And you're just looking around at all this space. There's a little gazebo and, you know, the water. It's just it's it's very, very nice atmosphere. Right. And they have like this little waterfall aspect to it. You like walk by the waterfall to like walk up the steps to get to the blue bar. I mean, it's kind of like a little oasis back there. So you want to hear something really embarrassing about this place? Sure. Uh, So, you know, Brenner's is definitely, and the Blue Bar is definitely a nicer place. It's some place that I would want to look nice to go to. Everyone usually wears a dress there. And Tyler, my boyfriend, and I went out to eat. He, like, took me to a really nice dinner. And in the middle of dinner, my heels broke. And not one of them, both of them snapped. And we were like outside and down so I once I sat down and realized my heels broke I didn't move all of dinner it was so like we obviously just did not belong in this place and then walking out my heels were broken and I was hobbling my way all the way to the car through this nice restaurant and my heels are just flapping in the wind bless your heart I mean that awful I mean that sucks but I mean you're not the first person that's happened to and you're not gonna be the last person that's happened to at Blue Bar. Right, but how embarrassing. I was like, I'm so sorry, I mean, my heels are broken. Let me just walk uh, bare through it through this really nice restaurant. I'm like, Tyler, will you carry me? And now you'll like forever think of Brenner's with those heels. I threw them out immediately. I was like, Well, you're gonna have to carry me out and everyone's gonna think that I'm trashed, but I really just broke my twenty dollar heels. That's hilarious. (laughs) It happens. All right, Danielle, moving on from my embarrassing story, what's our second spot on Bayou Bar Hopping? Second spot is one of my favorite lounge bars in East Downtown. It's called Miss Carousel. Miss Carousel is connected to Indianola and also Vinny's. I would say I think we've talked about one of these before on the podcast because I remember you talking about how much you love the inside of Miss Carousel. Yes, I think we've talked about Indianola before, and Miss Carousel just reopened. They just reopened like two weeks ago, so I'm so excited for them to be back. This place is awesome. It has like a really cool feel, 
atmosphere to the lounge area. They have like leather couches. Their cocktails are great. They have a frosé, which has your name written all over it. Yes, honey. Give me the frosés. Yes, queen. It opens at four o'clock. So like, even though it's like lounge vibe, which I feel like is kind of like later in the evening, you can go at four o'clock. They have like a pool table. So if you're in East downtown and you're like looking for something to do, this is like a really good option. I have seen this place before. I haven't actually been inside, but honestly, all the bars around there, it's such a cool area. And I love the way you describe the inside of this. It really makes me want to check it out because it feels like, what's the word? It feels kind of like the way you describe it, speakeasy with the like leather couches. It's not like, let's go sit at a picnic table. It's like those deep leather couches, those deep like brown leather couches that like you like sink into you know and then you drink your gin and tonic they have a frozen gin and tonic there oh my gosh so good that does sound really good and you said that was right next to indianola's yep it's connected to indianola so they actually have food from indianola you can order like an entree and then you can have it sent over to miss carousel or you can like get a piece of pizza from Vinny's, then bring it over into miss carousel Because it's under the same roof, you're able to kind of just move around. Oh, my God. There's so many options. Foods, drinks, good couches. Like, this is the place to be on the weekend. Seriously, this atmosphere is, like, slim to none. It's one of my favorite favorites in East downtown. It's like bar hopping, but all under one roof. (laughs) Which I love, right? Oh, my God. That's so fun. All right, Danielle, what is our final spot on Bayou Bar Hopping this week? Third spot is going to be a new-ish bar in Midtown called Dahlia. Dahlia is for all of my Instagram girls that are like, I need some new content. They have all these different Instagram-worthy walls from, like, their rose wall to their Beetlejuice wall, you know, like the Beetlejuice pants. Oh, my God. Beetle? Are you serious? Yes. You know, like the black and white stripes and yeah. stuff. So then, of course, they have the, the rose wall, which is covered in roses. They have just so many different Instagram-worthy spots. This place, like, turns up. But during the day, it's more of, like, you know, lounge and there's food there. There's brunch on the weekends, which they just started up. Upstairs is going to be more of, like, the lounge area. Downstairs is going to be, like, the bum-bum-bum-bum dance floor. Exactly. Monday through Friday, 4 to 7, they have a happy hour. So make sure to check out all their options for that. But I wanted to mention that they have a Capri Sun with Bacardi Lime Rum. How good is that sound? <laughs> like, oh hello, childhood. I feel like literally this is, my childhood. This is yeah, your childhood of Bacardi. I feel like this is more becoming a thing with like the adult Capri Suns. And I freaking love it. I think it's so oh, I'm fun here for it. when places do like you're just you're doing it right. You are targeting the right audience, especially like. If you're going to make an Instagram-worthy place, hello, Insta queens, Insta models, this is where you want to be to take a picture in front of the rose wall with your adulting Capri Sun. Exactly, like upcharge me because I will definitely buy the Capri Sun just to take a picture sipping out of it. Upcharge me all day, all day. Like, I don't even care. It's an extra $5. Am I going to get the picture in front of the Beetlejuice wall? Then, yeah, I'm going to go. Exactly. And they also have, I can't not tell you this, they have a drink that is a frozen lemon drop in a mini bathtub (gasps) oh my god wait a minute i have totally seen this on instagram already yep okay we're i have to go this weekend like this is gonna drive me so crazy i have been waiting to try this place specifically for that and i don't know what it is about these places that add like one little extra element like a bathtub and immediately i'm like take all my money sign me up 
Exactly. It's for it's for basic girl central. We love it. We love it. I am admittedly a basic girl and we don't care. We're there Heck for yeah. the picture and it's fine. We're over it. You want to charge me? We extra own it. Mm-hmm. You can't make fun of us if we own it, right? Isn't that the rule? Exactly. I don't care. It looks good on the gram. That's all that matters to us. That needs to be tattooed on your body. If it looks good on the gram, it don't matter. Don't care. It don't matter. Hat. Hangry Houstonian. But yeah, so they have a new brunch on the weekend. So maybe that will be a great time for you to go check it out. Get your mini bathtub, get your like chicken and waffles and have a great time at Dahlia. Oh my God. But now I'm going to take a picture. That means I can't be hung over. I got a shower in the morning. You have to remind me. Exactly. Except sometimes we don't make it back out for brunch. It just doesn't happen. And that's okay. When you have one of those Saturday nights and you need a mimosa the next morning, but you can't pull yourself out of bed to go get one. We're going to tell you how to make the absolute best hangover cure mimosa coming up after the break on I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. As we count down until the end of 2020, y'all, it is coming. We like to celebrate the end of every single week with a brand new cocktail recipe. Danielle, what is our cocktail recipe of the week this week? We have a cinnamon apple cider mimosa. I love this because it's so basic, but it's so good. And it's such a staple of this time of year. You know, fall, November, December, like this is a staple mimosa that you have to have when doing brunch with your girls at least once. Number one, I just love mimosas. So like me and mimosas, just we work well together. We've had a great relationship for the past 30 years together. We've never had bad days. We have like good ups. You know, so they just mimosas never leave you hanging. You know, if you don't feel good in the morning, they're always there. You know, some people walk out on you, turn your back. Mimosas don't. Champagne, the bubbles, it's always there. Bubbles, we just, we work well together. And I appreciate alcohol that I work well with because there's definitely alcohol such as tequila that we don't work well some nights together. And I have to recognize that. Yeah. You're like, we have to recognize the toxic traits in some of the alcohols that we choose. But mimosas are just one of those that really doesn't have a toxic trait. Don't add us. Someone's going to be like, I got sick off of my 18th mimosa (laughs) when I couldn't stop drinking the carafes. No, no, no. Mimosas are life-saving, but everyone has to know how to make a really good mimosa, like especially these fall ones, like apple cider, cinnamon. You have to know the basics of making a mimosa like this. Leave it up to us to find like a cool, funky, bougie mimosa. Exactly. And I'm excited too because I have so much extra apple cider in my house right now just from life in general. So I can't wait to make this. Yum. Well, this is perfect for like Thanksgiving and also Christmas. So that's what I love. Like it's just such a a full package seasonal drink. So if you want to have it for next year's Thanksgiving or if you're pre-planning for Christmas or if you're just, you know, wanting it this weekend, go for it. You do you. We have no judgment whatsoever. So I already actually, I have the bottle with, you know, of champagne just ready to go at all times. So Danielle, hit me with the steps. What do I need to do? All right. Ingredient number one is going to be a bottle of dry, sparkling wine. Easy peasy. Got that on me literally So that's going to be your champagne. Yes. Then you're going to need a 32-ounce bottle of organic apple cider. Okay, organic if you want to, like, you know, feel extra about yourself. Maybe not if you're just like, hey, I'm going to be throwing this back. Yeah, I don't care. what. That sounds really bad. But whether it's organic or not, girl, whatever. 
I don't need it to be organic if I'm going to be just like, you know, throwing it back. If I'm going to be tossing back, I don't make my tequila organic. I don't make my apple cider organic. If we're tossing it back, I know what I'm about. Exactly. I appreciate that, Jesse. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you're going to take one fourth cup of cinnamon whiskey, something like a fireball will do. You're going to combine the champagne, the apple cider in a pitcher, and then you're going to stir in one fourth a cup of that cinnamon whiskey of your choice. Then you're going to garnish it with the thin apple slices, the cinnamon sticks, and then the sprigs of rosemary. And then you're going to serve immediately. Okay, so this is what I think is really important about this type of mimosa is two things. Number one, the ratios. And number two, adding the extra element of a whiskey, you know, or just anything like that. Because when I think mimosas, it's normally like juice, champagne, you're done. But the extra kick is what really makes a good mimosa. Like, that's what will really take you from being basic to you're up a notch, level up, step up your game, is when you just add something a little bit extra to make it a little bit stronger, but also add more flavor to it. Oh, this is definitely going to pack some flavor. Yeah, absolutely. And the ratios of this are so important because you don't want to overpower the drink with a fireball or a whiskey because that's not what it's about. That's there for the little extra punch that it's going to pack. It's there for the flavor, and it's there to make it a little bit more strong. But for me, I want more bubbles than anything else. Like, the champagne should be where it's at. Same. Absolutely. Back in the day, I was all about Fireball. Like, give me a bottle of Fireball. I'd get down on a knee, and we would would just drink it straight. I mean, it was just so good to me. But now I'm like, oh, no, no. It's because it tasted like, um, like syrup. Oh, yeah. You know? So, But now that we're not, you know, youngins anymore. We have to pretend like we know what we're doing. And I think the best way to do that is by moderately trying to pretend like we know how much booze goes into a mimosa. I agree. Makes total sense, right? Yes. (laughs) All right, Danielle, let's move into our Houston Hidden Gem segment. And this is where we talk about places around Houston that you may have not heard about, or you could live in Houston your whole life and not even know it exists because Houston is giant and we have so much good food. And the only way you're going to hear about it is when you listen to I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry on the Radio.com app. We will wake you up every morning. You can just talk to Alexa and say, Alexa, turn on CBS Sports Radio 650 on Radio.com. And of course, if you sleep in, you can always check us out on the podcast when you search Hangry on Radio.com. My hidden gem this week is going to be the Miracle Pop-Up Bar at Johnny Goldbricks in the Heights. They just released it this week. Last year, it was at Johnny Goldbricks as well. And so I'm really excited for it to be at that location again, because if y'all seen on social media last year, it was so cute. Johnny Goldbricks, number one, is just like a cute, cozy atmosphere. So for them to have their Christmas decor back up once again this year, I'm super excited. Of course, they have their Santas, they have their lights, they have their Christmas trees. And, I mean, it's just like their squad is ready when it comes to, like, all their cups and their mugs. I was looking at some of the Instagram videos earlier. They have all their mugs, their Santa mugs and their elf mugs and stuff ready to make some awesome cocktails. Oh, this is so cute. I love places that do pop-up bars, like when the Harry Potter one came around and now this one. It's just things that are only around for a limited time, and they take so much effort and, like, festive holiday spirit to put together. It's worth it. Oh, it is totally festive. I mean, it looks like Christmas has just thrown up inside of this place. It is amazing. They have thought about everything from the cups to, like, the lights that are dangling from the ceiling. 
So is this place open right now, Danielle? It is open right now. So you do need to make reservations to be able to go to the pop-up bar. But if you just go on to Johnny Goldbrick's Instagram account, it will show you, like, they're on their link box. It will show you a link to the Miracle pop-up, and you'll be able to, like, reserve a time to be able to go. Because I know they're trying to socially distance people and make sure everybody yeah. gives an opportunity to go. But it's in the Heights. It's a great, like, date option or something fun to do with friends. Oh, this is so fun. Okay, just remember, if you follow Danielle on Instagram, which, if you don't, you're doing something wrong, Follow Hanger Houstonian. She puts a highlight reel of our podcast up so that way you can scroll through and find these Instagrams. Super easy. She kind of just makes the bucket list for you, which is awesome. Yes, indeed. I try to make it easy. If you find any cool places around Houston that you really want us to talk about, or if you have a cocktail, even if it's an idea that you have made up, we will feature it on the show. All you got to do is send us a DM at Hangry Houstonian or Jesse Watt 965. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Danielle, I know your Instagram starts to get popping around uh, around cuffing season, huh? Uh, kind of. Sometimes it does. Some weeks. We had this conversation, Sarah Pepper and I, on the morning show on Mix 96.5 the other day. So I wanted to get your opinion on it because I know people have been in Danielle's DMs. Because Danielle is gorgeous and she's funny and who wouldn't want to date her. But is cuffing season really a good idea? Like for those of you who don't know, cuffing season is basically when you get someone locked down just so you don't have to spend the holidays alone. Like you go on the fun dates and then the second summer comes around, you have this like mutual agreement that like peace out, single summer, we're going to do our thing. Is that really a good idea, do you think? I think it's a horrible idea personally. Dude, okay, same. Tell me why. I think it's a horrible idea because people catch feelings. There's no way that, like, you're going to be spending this much time with somebody and you're not going to be catching feelings. When you say people are going to catch feelings, do you mean... I'm going to catch feelings. I'm <laughs> me. Yes, 100%. Me. Absolutely. Like, I'm 30 years old now. I'm in it to win it. Like, I don't want to just have somebody to, like, be my arm candy. Like, I want somebody to be Mr. Hangry Houstonian. Oh, my God, this is hysterical. Listen, I'm on the same page as you. I think no matter whether you have that spoken, unspoken rule about cuffing season, someone is always going to catch feelings, and it's never going to turn out right. But I kind of see where people are coming from because it's always nice to have someone to do all this fun stuff. Like, I mean, Danielle, we talked this whole episode about all these fun festive lights. Everyone wants to do that with a guy or a girl that they're interested in. It just makes it more, like, interesting. But what happens when... March comes around. Exactly. Things get complicated. It's just, it's not a good idea. So if you're sitting there and you were thinking about sliding into Hangry Houstonian's DMs, seeing if she wanted to do some of these fun light show dates, you better make sure that you are in it to win it, buddy bowl boy, okay? You better make sure that you are here to take her on dates for the rest of your life. You understand? She's not in the cuffing <laughs> season. I know. I need to get back on like Hinge or something. Maybe after the weekend. I don't know. You're like, it's just, it's too soon to tell. Talk to me after I had my next mimosa. Exactly. Doses and mimosas. That's all <laughs> I, you know, that's, I can only think so far ahead. I hear you. All right, Danielle, let's give out all the addresses of the places that we talked about today. We honestly, we had a really fun show today. We talked about some great date night spots and fun things to do. Cuffing season. We want to make sure that you know where to find all of this. So our first spot on date night spots this week was? Grace's. It's at 3111 Kirby Drive. Mm -hmm. Then Burger Joint at 2703 Montrose. They also have a location in the Heights. The third spot was at Perry's at 1997 West Gray Street. 
then we talked about what we could do for Christmas. We could go to Lights in the Heights. We could go rent a limo and drive around the River Oaks District. So I don't have actual addresses for that, but I do have an address for the Rudolph Light Show where you stay in your car. Right. For that, it's going to be 19623 Bower Road. And then hopefully we'll be able to bring you guys some more next week so we can continue bringing some holiday cheer into your lives. And after that, we went Bayou Bar Hopping. We did. We went to Blue Bar at Brenner's at 1 Burstall Street. Then the second place we went to was Miss Carousel at 1201 St. Emanuel Street. And then we rounded it off at Dahlia at 2901 Fannin Street. Oh, my God. I was so excited about that one. Okay, yes. we gave you guys the best mimosa cocktail recipe to make if you try it. Please use the hashtag HangryGirlsMadeMeDoIt. You can tag us in all social medias at HangryHoustonian and JessieWatt965. Our hidden gem this week, Danielle, was? It's going to be Miracle Pop-Up Bar at Johnny Goldbrick at 2518 Yale Street. And remember, we are here to tell you that the Hangry Girls do not approve of cuffing season, okay? Don't do it. No. It's never a good idea. Lock it down for real. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We want to give a big shout out to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier. Thank y'all so much. We hope you had the best Thanksgiving ever and we'll talk to y'all next week. Cheers, guys. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry with Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Make sure to listen Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio 650, 95.7 HD3 or on the Radio.com app. Download it today.